Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. Okay, so um, we have spent uh, almost $100 billion so far, billion with a B, um, in real and not real money on Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Uh, You get to pay when you pay your taxes, then you pay again at the grocery store in inflation. By the way, prices up 17% since Joe Biden took office. So they print the money, they borrow the money, and then you get to inflation and you pay at the grocery store um, for the Ukraine war. Which we appear to have lost. Defense Department admitting to Senator Josh Hawley, there's no way Ukraine will ever win. He then asked them in a closed door uh, briefing, well, then why should we fund Ukraine? Because they wanted 20 billion more at that point. And they said, because we have to save face. But we're not going to win, though. It didn't seem to matter. Anyway, this is an obsession among the corrupt on the Hill that we that we fund them, right? Um, and we give them the money. Well, the whole time, it turns out, we don't even need to give them any money. Check this out. They're starting to realize the $60 billion they want. By the way, you know, it was $20 billion in October, and then somehow it became 60 Well, there is inflation. By tariff. January. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. But anyway, um, good God. I mean, we'll wait another two months. It'll be 80 But yeah. um, Emmanuel Macron, who is the leader of France, just told the EU... They must come up with $20 billion to pay for the war in Ukraine. It's quote, especially if you, the U.S. government cannot get more money from U.S. taxpayers. Wait a minute. You tell me the whole time all we had to do was not pay and the people in whose backyard this is would pay? Who knew? Yeah. You mean we didn't have to bankrupt our children and grandchildren to the tune of $100 billion? I mean, if we didn't, they'd just be like, oh, shucks, Mitch McConnell won't pay. We got to pay. That's all we had to do? That's what it sounds like. Anyway, Politico uh, had the article uh, on this. Uh, European EU leaders talking about how they're going to have to cop up the cash since we won't. Mm-hmm. Well, then I guess we don't have to worry about this anymore, Right. Well, so far, Republicans have held fast. They have. At least to Mike Johnson. Yeah, and I give him a ton of credit for this. Let me tell you what, because if Kev was still the speaker. Oh, yeah, this would have been done a long time. Yes, he would have done it the way he did everything with a few Republican votes and the Democrats vote. This, we would have funded them and we'd be talking about the next bill. And he gets a lot of credit for this. He, his style, there's, I, I, I have issues with him today. He needs to 
stop it with the funding of Joe Biden's border invasion. We found the money now. We know the Republicans are funding it. Uh, I went through where the money is and how much it is earlier this morning. Call your Congress member, text keyword, call to 71307, tell them. Uh, you, we, you know that the Republicans are funding the Joe Biden border invasion and by funding it, they are as guilty. We can go, they can go to, you know, to the border as much as they want and speechify, but you're not going to fall for it anymore. And I've put the link up, Lee, on my Twitter feed and on my Rumblecast today at Tara Servatius, same thing for both, um, where if your Congress member pleads ignorance to where the funding is in the budget, well, we found it. So it turns out the State Department and the Department of Homeland Security are funding the illegal invasion. Think about that. State, think about that for a minute. Department of Homeland Security, whose job it is. To secure the homeland. (laughs) Yes, they run the Border Patrol. That's who the Border Patrol answers to. Is funding the invasion? Yes. They found at least $6 million in that budget that goes um, to pay for transportation, medical care, cash cards for the illegals. They think there's more. But Center for Immigration Studies has a great rundown this morning. Um, And it is billions and billions of dollars for their food, their clothes, all of that. This is even more than I've been telling you about over the last week. They found new new tranches of it. The bulk of it uh, is run through the state State Department. It doesn't even go to the UN. It goes uh, to these twenty NGOs down there, and uh, they take your money and they pay for their food, they pay for their lodging, they you know they pay for their transportation, they pay for their medical care, all of it for non citizens, and launder it through the State Department. They just, they hide it, and then they well they launder it really through these NGOs, and they say oh it's for migrants and refugees. No, it's for illegals. And it's not even for illegals in the United States of America. By the way, we've even found some of the money. Uh, and it's all at the link there. If you want the link, it's on my Twitter feed and, and again, my Rumblecast right now. Um, we, we, found, we found out we've even found uh, the money that they're using, these NGOs are spending when they get to the border uh, to fly them in. The State Department, PRM, and USAID, USAID, uh, has giving a, given a group called the International Organization of Migration $1.4 billion with a B in just the last 12 months. It's part of a State Department agreement called the Frank, Framework for Cooperation, and it's right there uh, in the funding for the State Department. So no more excuses from these Republicans. No more stunts. Defund it. It's just outrageous to me that, yeah. that they had the unmitigated goal to go to the border speechify about Joe Biden as if they weren't funding this the whole time. And look, Lee, here's the thing. This is what this, and I explained this at the time, but I didn't have this level of detail. This is what that speaker's fight was about. And this is why it was so critical that Kevin McCarthy uh, be taken out of office because he, as speaker uh, and Republicans leader in Congress, because he promised them when he was elected speaker that they would get to do 12 appropriations bills. So they can go in and just cut this out line by line, right, out of the State Department budget. And then, and he lied. And then he said, no, we're not doing that. We're only doing continuing resolutions. Well, you can only up or down vote that. So he was forcing forcing Republicans to fund Joe Biden's border. That is what that fight was about. I kept explaining, explaining, explaining. But a lot of folks, folks, you know, at the national level, including conservatives, just, I, I just never understood it or didn't listen to Matt Gates as I did give interview after interview after interview after interview explaining it exhaustively because they did they they negotiated in good faithly they said okay you're gonna let us do the appropriations bills and they went and started them and Kev blocked them all no appropriations bills so what happened was when Mike Johnson came into office um he had two weeks 
to get those appropriations bills done. So I gave him a grace period going, he's going to have to pass these CRs. They haven't had time to finish those bills. But he's been there long enough. We need appropriations bills uh, so we can go in and cut this funding out and stop the scourge at the border. And we need to shut the government down if they won't do it. Again, Lee, I think we win that. I think we win that shutdown debate hands down. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm right, but the, the current continuing resolution goes through March. Is that correct? Yeah, so we should have been working on appropriation bills really as soon as Mike Johnson hit the floor. He wasn't going to be able to do it in two weeks. Yeah, I, I, but that, that's yeah, that's the one thing that I'll give him a little cover for. Yeah, I just I, don't I think he too. possibly had time. No, he didn't. And his hands were tied, and he had a figurative gun to his head. Um, with both Republican and Democrats in the House with regard to the timeline that they had to, to deal with. So, um, you know, I, I, I will give him a little cover there. But there's time now, between yep. now and March. They've had time. They had to time over Christmas. Unless, unless there is some procedural or parliamentary reason why it can't be done or shouldn't be done, uh, they've got time now. They do. And look, they could even just pull out and do, hey, we're going to do the State Department, Department of Homeland Security budget, and we're going to cut these billions out that are going to pay for, I mean, this is just such an outrage this morning on the text line, people saying, oh my gosh, I struggle every week to pay for food. Why am I paying for food for illegals to come here and take my job? I, I don't know. Ask your Republican Congress member. Tell them to go ask Mike Johnson. No more excuses. We can do two of these bills, pull them out of the CR. We can do that. But it would, it, it may cause the shutdown of government. And Republicans are very afraid of that. But again, Lee, if we're saying, listen, the only thing we have cut here is the funding for illegals, food and transportation and clothes and medical care, not even when they're in the country, when they're down in Central and South America, we bring them up here. Yeah. I think the yeah. American people will get it. I do. Make the Democrats vote up and down on that in the House. Let's do it. And I said that to William Timms a few weeks ago. He was terrified. I'm like, no, no, no. I, th I don't think we're going to lose this shutdown. We've lost some of them in the past. I don't think we're going to lose this with the people. But you got to get the courage. got to get the courage to do it. The indications by polling are that, you know, the the American electorate right now is behind this. Oh, yeah. In opposition to it, obviously. So majorities of Democrats, yeah. in fact, um, that is why Joe Biden is only pulling at 18 percent on the border. I mean, so he's, he's lost his own party. On I mean, this. good grief. When, when you see residents of New York and Chicago, yeah. and these major metropolitan areas that are pitching a fit about the the illegal immigrants that are displacing the homeless and veterans and others for whom taxpayer-funded entitlements and, and, you know, aid are supposed to be going. And then you are importing in people to shove the Americans out so that you can put people who are coming here illegally to begin with, which are aided and abetted by the federal government. I mean, the outrage is evident. And, and these are obviously, mo I will put it this way, I think most of the opposition you see are coming from traditionally Democrat voices. Yeah. In, in these large metropolitan areas. I mean, it's just just the last 24 hours. They declared a 90 day state of emergency over the fentanyl crisis um, that happened in that is Portland. Um, and then in Massachusetts, uh, poor black neighborhood where they had a great after school center so The kids could go after school. They wouldn't be on the street uh, that those kids were kicked out and they, they put illegals in there. Uh, the governor and the mayor did it. And they're not getting their center back to May till May at least. And now they the governor, I'm going to play it in the next segment because it's a real feel good thing, is being followed around by an African-American activist from the community. And he's saying, why are you shutting down our kids center for illegals? Why deport them? Why do you choose them over us? It's great audio. So 
Um, I think what's happening here, and then we have Democrats, Lee, suing the city of Chicago now. Yeah. Over this, we have Democrats suing the city of, of Detroit because they're seeing services and centers taken away and given to the illegals as well. So this is Democrats starting to realize, including black Democrats, we're all being replaced here. This is not just Republicans or anything. This is all of us. The Democrat Party is an absolute disdain for Americans, period, full stop. They don't care what color you are, what gender you are, or whether you voted Democrat loyally in the past. You are up for replacement. Uh, And you're about to hear that from an African-American Democrat activist who has been following the governor of Massachusetts, a white woman, a Democrat around and confronting her about this is glorious. Coming up next. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Look, folks, this is what's going on, okay? The Democrats recognize the next phase of their agenda is so radical that they're going to lose their own voters, okay? And we're already seeing this. We're already seeing this with the immigration issue. I mean, majorities of Democrats, Republicans, and independents united in opposition to Joe Biden's immigration debacle. So much so that it is now risen above inflation, above the economy as the number one issue that hasn't happened in years, by 11 points. Why? They're getting a look at this radical agenda and they're saying, whoa, I was liberal, but I didn't sign on for that. Democrats here, this is something profound. Democrats are even realizing, look, our black voter base here in America, as loyal as they are, even they are not going to go along with this long term. It's too radical, especially not when white Democrats are leading the charge, right? So they're just replacing them. See, and I think up till now, I think what the switch part of it's been in the last few weeks is just Democrats, these Democrat heirs are starting to realize, whoa, they're replacing us too, these white Democrat leaders. They're replacing us too. Yes, this is an American replacement. This is not uh, a white Republican replacement. It's all of us. Headline, outlet, outrage, as Massachusetts Democrat governor closes cherished sports center. So what is this? This is an after-school hub Four kids run really well voluntarily by the community, and it has dramatically re- reduced crime, given up kids a place to go. 
given 48 hours notice by the white Democrat governor, Mara Healy. Outraged, outraged black neighborhood leaders say they've been treated like garbage at an angry public meeting. Yes, you are garbage now to the Democrats. You understand dual justice eventually comes for us all and the legal immigrants have the ultimate liberal privilege. They're very hip right now, very hot, very preferred over regular Americans of any color. A deprived Boston community has been left, quote, on fire, unquote, after the governor of Massachusetts requisitioned a a vital rec center to house the surge of migrants arriving at the city. So she shuts out Americans Shuts out her own constituents. This is a blue on blue brawl and says, screw you. Okay, well, there's a guy by the name of Sean Healy. Uh, He is a Democrat black activist, and he is taken to following Mara Healy around. You got to picture this, okay? He's yelling at her. She is in her chauffeured big black vehicle, so the door is being held for her highness uh, as she just floats right by. In all of her Democrat liberal privilege, listen to what he yells at her. I love this. I could play it all day long. Why do you think it's okay to take out resources from the citizens of Massachusetts? No, that's not an excuse. You serve us, not these illegals. Yeah. Not these illegals. No, you don't. You need to deport them. You need to deport them. Lame excuses. Okay, you can't see this. He's in the lead there. He's the one filming. There's four others. They're all black. They're heckling her, a white Democrat. So Sean Nelson went on Fox News this morning. Listen to this. He sounds like a right winger. He's not. He's a Democrat. Listen to this. Um, They're being dispersed by the governor. She doesn't care. Remember, her priorities are these illegal immigrants. You want to house them by taking their Roxbury's resources and giving them to a bunch of illegals, like you said criminals who came here illegally across our borders um and she has no mind what she's going to do with our people she's taking resources from roxbury and also from all across massachusetts with um people who are struggling now her her responsibilities are to massachusetts not someone who hopped over the border so this is a blue on blue brawl it's affecting them now which is great and you know what it is they didn't care when they thought we were going to get replaced. Us in red states. We were going to get taught a thing or two. Yeah, we were going to be infiltrated. They didn't think it was going to be them. People on Martha's Vineyard didn't think it was going to be them. Now listen to this. Because this this is profound. So again, Sean Nelson is a black Democrat activist from Roxbury. Uh, and he's from the community uh, that has had that. It's, it's a very popular community center shut down. Kids programs suspended these are after school programs for kids to keep them off the streets and they're very popular right does he get what the white democrat elite are doing here does he understand he is a second class citizen as in america does he understand the illegals now have more liberal privilege than anyone else in our society he does listen to what he said on fox news this morning Sean, do you scratch your head and ask yourself, why don't these two, Wu and Healy, just tell Joe Biden, their Democrat leader, to just shut the border and enforce the law at the border? Then none of this would be necessary. Do you ask yourself that? I know exactly why. They're in contact with Joe Biden's White House and they're going along with his agenda with basically replacing us residents as their new voters in their cheap workforce labor. Again, Boston is full. They don't care about us. 
They only care about their agenda yep. and their political careers yep. at, our, at, at, at our expense. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. He gets it. This fills me with hope. Again, this ain't the South. This isn't a red state. This is deep blue, highly Democrat Massachusetts. He is a Democrat activist. And he's going the only place anybody listen to him, and that's Fox News. Good. Good. Because they, we, they, and when I say they, I mean Democrats. Democrats have to grasp. If you are an American, they intend for you to be a second-class citizen. You thought the dual justice system only applied to us. You were fine as long as we were silenced and censored and ground underfoot. You didn't think it'd be you. And folks, they are being censored. Because there is Zero Hedge, brilliantly, a great article the other day, talked about the spooky blackout of all this border and illegal immigrant stuff in the mainstream media. It's being blacked out. That's what I told you guys. You Democrats, my trolls, they will come to for you once they have subdued us. And you will be chunked out in the street just like Sean Nelson by white liberal Democrats. Or you can join us, fight for the country. Okay, in the coming week, we're going to dig much deeper into this in Battleground America podcast. I've told you since the beginning of the uh, Biden administration to pay attention to what the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security have said on a loop. They do it every quarter. It's almost like they've got one of those timers on their phones that goes off to remind them. Every quarter they come out and they say the same thing. Like clockwork, since Biden took office. And it's weird. It's real weird how they say it. And they're saying it right now. I want you to notice it. The grid will collapse. There will be an attack on the grid. The grid will collapse. Water delivery, electricity. There will be a grid attack. The grid will collapse. It's weird because they don't say, hey, we have this concern about national security. You know, if there was ever a cyber attack, then, you know, that wouldn't get my attention much. It's the factual way they put it. And they're doing it right now. Sometimes they change the culprit. We've been told quarter after quarter, uh, and it usually comes in the beginning of the quarter, the and it, which which is where we are right now. It's just, like again, it's as if the timer's going off on the phone. FBI comes out. Sometimes it's Department of Homeland Security head Mayorkas. Mostly it's the FBI. We're gonna have a grid collapse. We're gonna have a grid collapse. We're gonna have a grid collapse. The grid will collapse. The, bri- the grid will collapse. The grid grid will pl- collapse. How is this gonna happen? Well, we were told as if fact. That's the way they speak of it. It's so weird that it was gonna be the Russians. Most of the time, it's the Russians when they tell us that this is coming. Food delivery will halt. You may not be able to get clean water. It's really scary stuff. Usually, they tell us it's going to be the Russians, as if it's fact. Almost as if they're penciling it in on the calendar. Most of the time, the Russians, I've heard them say Iran once or twice. They'll throw that in. This quarter, it's the Chinese. But it's the same story. The manner of factness of it freaks me the heck out. Because there's another group. It talks in the same way. In fact, they've tabletop exercised this just like they did COVID before COVID happened. Yeah, coronavirus would escape from a wet market in South America, they said. We would need lockdowns, masks to shut down schools. Yeah, all of it, it happened exactly like they tabletop exercised it. 
scares me when they start doing these tabletop exercises, except they said it would be a South American wet market. It was China. They knew. They knew it was coming. They did those exercises from 2017 to 2019. Now they're doing exercises for the very grid collapse the FBI tells us is coming. Here's Klaus Schwab, head of the World Economic Forum, talking about it. We all know, but still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison. Uh By the way, they want you to know that this is going to occur on their website, and I quote, by 2025. That's super specific. Hmm. Yeah. He even has a name for it. Cyber pandemic. And improve our preparedness for a potential cyber pandemic. Now, it got super weird. And you should go back and listen to my Battleground podcast on it. When Barack Obama made a movie about just this thing. It was called Leave the World Behind and it trended number one on Netflix again and again and again and again and again over Christmas. I watched it twice on the treadmill. I took notes. Because, again, it is treated as fact that it is coming. Here's from Leave the World Behind. It's going to be three stages, by the way. In the first stage, it's explained by Kevin Bacon and the other actors. Hey, we're just having a grid collapse here. Yeah, it's probably one of our enemies. Who could it be? They asked Kevin uh, Bacon. Oh, it could be North Korea. It could be China. Well, damn. That's exactly what the FBI is saying and has been quarterly. Like drones. Since Biden took office. Here's from the movie. And if you want to deep dive into the movie and they'll describe this so you know exactly what's coming, I'd watch Leave the World Behind. I viewed it as a how-to-prepare manual, not entertainment. Take a listen. There was one program in particular that terrified my client the most. A simple three-stage maneuver that could topple a country's government from within. The first stage was isolation. Disable their communication and transportation. Make the target as deaf, dumb, and paralyzed as possible. Setting them up for the second stage. Again, that movie was produced, funded, made by Obama's production company. If you go back again through Battleground America podcast, you get on Spotify, you get on our website, 989WORD. You can get it wherever there's podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, or just text keyword uh, Battleground to the text line 71307. You need to go back and listen to those because they're telling you what's coming. So you just heard this, right? Stage one, we disable everything. Their communications, it'll all go down. That sounds so much like... FBI Director Christopher Wray says Chinese hackers are targeting the U.S. with potentially damaging cyber attacks. There has been far too little public focus on the fact that PRC hackers are targeting our critical infrastructure, our water treatment plants, our electrical grid, our oil and natural gas pipelines, our transportation systems. China's hackers are positioning on American infrastructure in preparation to wreak havoc and cause real-world harm to American citizens and communities. Do you hear that? Do you hear how he says it? Same thing every quarter. Not this could happen or there's something we're looking at. It's happening. And that's exactly how Klaus Schwab describes it. 
We even have a timeline on the World Economic Forum website by 2025. Damn, that's scary. And now we got Obama making movies about it. Yeah, it's it's really scary. So Todd Pyro wanted to know today. And by the way, they'll do this again next quarter, usually in the beginning of the quarter. It's usually the FBI, sometimes Department of Homeland Security, to come out and start talking in this way. The China angle's new. Normally they tell us it's going to be Russia as a fact. But nothing else changes. So Todd Pyro asked an expert this morning on Fox News. He was pretty freaked about it, I got to tell you. I mean, I know just I know Todd's demeanor from watching him. He talked to Michael Lucci, uh, the... He's uh, the CEO of a company that helps prepare for this kind of thing, fortifying local and national grids. Uh, it's called State Armor. Anyway, how bad could this get? Ray, what is the worst case scenario as you see it? The worst case scenario is that they could turn off our lights, damage our water treatment, and stop our cellular phone communications in the event of an invasion of Taiwan. And Director Ray said in 2027, They want to be able to invade Taiwan. To do that, they want to disrupt life here in the United States of America to break our will to respond to that aggression. So we've seen this in Texas, where I live. They've put malware onto our electric grid because they want to be able to shut it off. That's why the federal government and state governments need to speed and accelerate solutions to protect our critical assets here and to protect our citizens. That's your business. You're in the business of combating the CCP in the U.S. So how? How do we fight back, Michael? I just find it fascinating that all of a sudden it's the Chinese. Because normally in this scenario when the FBI tells us it's coming, echoing Obama and the World Economic Forum, normally it's the Russians. Normally it's the Russians. So, you know, that's refreshing. You know, it's not the Russians anymore. You know who I think is going to bring down our grid? Yeah. I don't have to tell you. I don't think it's, I'll give you a hint, I don't think it's the Chinese or the Russians. So, I mean, what if there's some way to protect the grid? I mean, um, CIA Director Woolsey's been testifying before Congress since 2010 that, like, hey, we could protect the grid, you know? Like, we could. It would cost about what we spent on Ukraine. It's been 14 years now. Nobody's ever done it. It's weird. I'll play that for you coming up. This is the clip that's going to boggle your mind next. By the way, in the coming week, I can't do it tomorrow, but uh, uh, but in the coming week, we'll deep dive into this on Battleground America podcast. I'm going to give you all the background on it so that when it happens, you'll be prepared and you'll know what you're living through. Now, here's what's weird, Okay. Oh, yeah, I haven't heard this song in years. Good bump tune, producer Tim. Okay, so here's where it gets weird, okay? So if you're the FBI director and you're coming out speaking in this really weird factual way, and this happens every quarter, oh, hey, the grid's going to go down. Usually it's the Russians now, it's the Chinese. And Battleground America listeners know I've been talking about this quarter after quarter after quarter after quarter since Biden took office because that's when it started. If you're going to talk this factual way about the grid coming down, why not go, hey, as... FBI Director Christopher Wray did yesterday. Why not follow it up with, but we can prevent it. There's a lot of ways we can harden it. You know what I think? I think they don't want to harden it. If you were the FBI Director and you believe something this horrific is going to happen, then you would say to Congress, let's harden our infrastructure because we can. FBI, uh, former CIA Director Woolsey has been begging us since 2010 to do it. We know how to do it. 
He testified before the Senate and the House and then the House and then the Senate over and over and over begging them. If Christopher Ray's going to go out there and go, yeah, look at the time. Any moment now, the, the Chinese are going to crash our grid. Cool, right? Why wouldn't he follow it up with let's harden the grid? It's just little stuff like this that freaks me out. Now we got Obama again making movies about, oh, hey, society's going to collapse after one of our enemies attacks the grid. And then in the movie, all their electronics stop working and planes start flying out of the sky. You should really watch Leave the World Behind. Again, not as entertainment. Obama produced it, but as a primer for what's coming. That's how I watched it. I think it's a warning from Obama. And by the way, just like the World Economic Forum, Obama's characters in the movie, and yes, the director said Obama freaked him the F out with all of his notes that he consulted throughout the movie and what Obama knew and how it would all go down. Obama wants you to know about this. I think they made the movie to condition society so that as it happens with all of, you know, with all of our communications cut off, we'll know automatically what it is. We'll be preconditioned to know what's going on. The government can take, take advantage of that. It won't be a foreign idea. Anyway, here's Michael Lucci, uh, the CEO of State Armor, uh, on what we could do right now if we wanted to stop it. That's your business. You're in the business of combating the CCP in the U.S. So how? How do we fight back, Michael? Well, like in the state of Nebraska, they found that our nuclear missile silos are surrounded by Huawei telecom equipment that's used to intercept our communications. The state of Nebraska said that all needs to be ripped out immediately. Here in Texas, they said no investments from adversary nations in our critical infrastructure. In Florida, they're protecting the data that citizens turn over to the state government. These are all essential solutions. We need to build supply chains based on free countries. That's what state and federal governments and private sector need to buy from. That's what we need to build an economy around. We need to protect our critical infrastructure, build supply chains based on freedom, and make sure that, that malware and that technology that could be used against us doesn't get into our supply chains. Right, so the supply chain thing, that'll take longer, but that would mean we'd have to have a political class that's not owned by China, so that's not gonna happen. But everything that he's talking about um, around these facilities, nuclear, wastewater, their malware, their tech, we can get rid of that. But notice the FBI director does not propose that. Nor has he ever, nor has the FBI ever proposed it when they come out every quarter with the, hey, it's all going to collapse. It'll be cool. Keep your eye on it. It'll happen next quarter. Once a quarter. And it gets weird, okay? Because all the media locks onto it. I guess it's probably good ratings getter. It may be as simple as that. And they repeat it over and over like drones. It's going to collapse. It's going to collapse. It's going to collapse. FBI says it's going to collapse. Well, do something, damn it. Nah, let's just try to concentrate on funding Ukraine or something. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. 
Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.